Hello friends, I am coming to you at four o'clock in the morning because this is the only time that's quiet in my house, relatively quiet. You might hear my dog snoring in the background, but I want to talk to you about a few coping tri tricks that I've been using to get through the quarantine. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've been struggling a lot mentally with the togetherness with the abundance of being home, with the, just the conversations that it go around quarantine. Like anytime we actually do, do get together with or see people from a distance, it's like the topic of conversation and it's been a struggle. So anyway, here, here are a few coping tricks that I've been using to get through the day. I'm hoping that this might help you or someone, you know, too. So be sure to share it if it does. I don't know, maybe you've been using some of these tricks in the past and in your turmoil and chaos, you've forgotten some of your tools. I know I forget all the time. Maybe, you know, a girlfriend who has a bunch of kids and needs to figure out a way to take a breath once in a while. I'm pointing at myself here. Anyway, I really hope this helps someone because I know, you know, on a good day when I'm putting some of these things to use, I still feel like I'm accomplishing something. I feel human. Sometimes I even feel like I'm living a great life, a life with purpose, or sometimes it best. I just use these tools so I can feel a little less crazy. So first off, remember, it's okay. You're normal. We all feel overwhelmed, overworked. When this all went down a year ago, none of us would have dreamed that this would go on for a year. And who knew how stretched and completely mutilated, mutilated our lives could become. Kids not in school, staying home for work, going to the doctor over the phone. I mean, really? Um, not taking our kids in for well checks or dental appointments because the offices were closed and not to mention we we've missed a lot of social time we miss going and drinking at a bar we've missed concerts we've missed taking our kids to the park we're missing the grandparents we miss our family traditions that we used to use as sort of like a landmark every year and it's hard to see how how we can find any balance in this crazy time. So sometimes just take a breath and remember that you're not crazy. You're just living through crazy times. The next step is time to yourself. And I know I sound like I'm not making any sense because I've said over and over again, I never get any time to myself. And with five kids in the house, five kids who are mine and three of them doing school at the dining room table every day. And one of them who runs around like a four-year-old crazy person, I just can't get any physical time to myself. It doesn't mean that I can't create some mental time to myself, even if it means just popping in music and listening to a podcast while the kids are around making a bunch of noise. Sometimes it helps me to do dinner prep while I'm listening to something that's positive and really lifts me up. I love hearing stories that make me laugh or make me think. And I know that I can really control a lot of my emotions by what I'm listening to during the day. So focusing on something funny or listening to something emotional that really takes my mind off the fact that everything I clean up, a four-year-old goes behind me and messes up. It is really easy for me to take it, my focus and get frustrated that I do a job every day that's constantly messed up, needs redoing. Sometimes I'm just like, really, do these people need to eat dinner every single day? Can the laundry and the dishes really stop piling up? I mean, it doesn't help me to know that this is normal and 
it's worthwhile and that I'm raising great kids or a great bunch of kids. And in the moment, seeing all the work that I've done throughout the day, just being totally undone and not being able to relax in a gross, messy home, it, it, it doesn't help me to know that I'm raising great kids. I personally have to be really careful because the old way that I used to escape the anxiety or frustration that I would sometimes have at being a mom would be to overeat and then just it would lead me down this path that wasn't getting me anywhere. So what I do now, the new habit that I'm trying to form is I breathe, I recognize that I'm in the middle of going through a hard thing, I give myself grace. I'm doing a hard thing this year. I mean, we all are. This pandemic is an extraordinary circumstance and it's put a lot of pressure on all of us. And just knowing that and swallowing that down and soaking that in can go a long way towards taking a deep breath and getting yourself in a graceful, graceful space towards yourself. This is really hard and you are the superhero in your family's story. Here's another big one. Self-care. If you think I'm talking about your skin regimen, I'm not. Unless your skin regimen is what makes you truly happy. I'm talking about the thing that you do for yourself that lifts you up and it's going to be different for every single person. For me, what's a real mood booster and mood stabilizer is some kind of heart rate lift and exercise every single day. If you're really out of shape, I get you because I was there before and I still have a ways to go, but trust me, if it's a struggle at first, it will get better. You will get stronger and when you will get into a groove, a momentum you're doing the right thing for yourself. And after a while, you'll begin to fr- crave it. And if I sound unrealistic, I'm not, I promise. If you commit for like 30 days for just 20 minutes a day of really moving and sweating, you'll see a huge improvement in your life. And then if you know, like you go and add some other goals to that, like drinking plenty of water that day or adding some supplements to your diet, you'll be shocked at how your skin tone will change your patience level with your children, your attitude exercise is a huge key to unlocking this incredible version of yourself. But because I'm great at finding excuses or reasons that I can't work out, you know, I ran out of time. I have to do laundry. It's sprinkling. It's sprinkling a little outside. So I can't go for a walk or my knee hurts. So I don't want to ride the bike. You know, you get my drift. I have about seven go-to things that I personally really do enjoy. And actually the majority of them I can do right there in my house. One of them I call the RV workout because I use this when we went on an RV trip and you can actually do it in an eight by eight space. And it's like 10 different exercises that I do three reps of. It's easy to remember stuff like lunges and push-ups and sit-ups and planks and dips and toe raises and squats, back and front leg raises. It's just easy stuff to do that doesn't require any extra equipment. I don't have to pull anything out of a closet. And it's kind of what I consider my last chance workout. As a matter of fact, last night we got home from a long day. My husband had a medical procedure and we had to arrange for childcare for the girls. Actually, we arranged for childcare for Lincoln and the girls were here on their own doing schoolwork. When I got home and got him to bed, so he could sleep off his anesthesia. The day had just gotten away from me, but by about eight o'clock, my body was starting to crave that feeling of moving. And so while we were watching TV and he was relaxing, I just started in with my thing. And I ended up getting through most of a workout and feeling really great. By the time I went to bed, I did all this while I was folding laundry and watching TV with him, just standing up and doing some toe races and stretching from side to side, rotating your neck, 
rotating your ankles. Your body wants to move. It's an incredible thing for the inside of your body and for the outside of your body. And really, we're kidding ourselves if we think we can't get a workout in easily with a device in your hand. There are so many good free workouts on YouTube and many other venues. So if you commit to 30 days of really moving your body every day, you're going to be shocked by how much you accomplish and how much better your mental space is just by moving your body. Because your body wants to move. Your body wants to work. Another trick in that same vein I have is I tire my kids out. I make them exercise every day too, because the same thing happens to them, that same anxiety, the same closed up in the house feeling, and they need sunlight and they need to get their heart rate up as much as I do. And some of them are old enough to actually leave the house and go out on their own, get a run, go scooter, ride a bike, walk around, get some exercise. And that also helps me because that means there's less people in the house. Another thing is, is do a deep dive on your creative projects that make you happy. I've been working on my writing projects. Some of the things are the kind of things I've been talking about doing for years that I've never had the time to do. I'm actually taking the time to do some of that. And let me tell you, there's nothing like a sense of accomplishment to combat the fact that you're in a pandemic. I'm feeling like at least I use some of my time wisely instead of just being a basket case about the whole thing. I mean... I was a basket case, but not the whole time. I I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So think about the kind of stuff in your life that you have, anything that you'd like to get accomplished, anything that you can use as a tool to take your focus off the frustration and put it more on an accomplishment you have in your life. Maybe there's that thing that's always been in the back of your head you wanted to get to someday. Now, now might be the time, friend. You know, maybe it's like a gallery wall you've wanted to print and hang photos, or maybe you've wanted to work on writing a book or starting a podcast. Who knows what the hell hidden talents you might have? You know, I was thinking I could always start pulling out my old tap shoes and probably learn how to tap dance again on YouTube. You too could order a pair of cheap tap shoes, probably right off Amazon and learn right in your own living room. One of the quote unquote blessings of quarantine is that we do have a finite amount of time on our hands that we've never had before and probably will never have again. And that brings me to my last tip. Practice getting your head right about what's going on. Like I said before, we're at the end of this journey and next year in March, I highly doubt that we'll be lamenting the year that has passed at home again. I think our kids will be back in school and we'll be experiencing graduations, prom, eighth grade dances, sports, concerts, live theater, and and house parties. Life is coming back to normal. And although it can't be fast enough, it's happening. And one day, all of this time with just the same few people is going to be over. So think about it. If this is all done in a month and we're all back to normal, what do you want to spend your last month doing with your family? Remember how intense the end of your senior year was and you couldn't wait for it to be over? But now that you look back, you have these incredible memories and you realize that that time went so fast and you're never going to experience that again. So maybe try putting the lens of that over the situation of COVID and rolling right along with a healthier mindset. I must say, I've got to end this segment by saying that I was going to 
read this journal entry from a year ago and that was going to be easy for me because I'd already worked through a lot of it. And now after recording this podcast, I realize I'm nowhere near having worked through it. I'm actually in the thick of it. And some days I'm really struggling mentally with all of this. If I'm honest, I'm able to observe myself from above and get to a place where I'm really telling the truth. The truth is some days I'm really having a hard time. And when I combine the worry that I have with my kids who aren't getting the education they should, and they're definitely not getting the social interaction that they need this year with the fact that I'm exhausted from the boarding house lifestyle of having the kitchen be used all day long and so many people in my house. But at the same time, I really miss other people that I don't get to see as much. Some days my anxiety and my irritation level are like a 20. And that takes me to my last tip. I guess just be honest. Just be honest with yourself because it's really hard. It really is a struggle for all of us. Spending a lot of time pretending we're okay adds to the pile of difficulties. So take a deep breath and count your blessings and be honest about your struggles with yourself. Accomplish what you can and be grateful for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Diana Show. And I really hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed making this podcast for you. This is such a special part of getting me through the pandemic because this has been one of my special projects that I wanted to start and I actually did it. And although it's not perfect, I'm definitely learning with every episode that I create and I just really appreciate you listening to it. So if you ever want to connect with me, you can always find me on Instagram at Miss Diana Paquet. So it's M-S dot D-I-A-N-A-P-A-Q-U-E-T. And I hope you have a great day, friend. Cheers.